Hi there, I'm Sheena and this is the Lesbian Review Podcast. This podcast is a spin-off of the popular review site thelesbianreview.com, where we review the best books, movies and music with leading lesbian, bi or queer women. The goal of this podcast is to bring you closer to the best queer media and give you access to interviews with people who are behind the scenes in creating it. I'm joined today by Victoria, reviewer at The Lesbian Review, an all-round awesome person, and also book bingo genius. Okay, Victoria, how many book bingo lists have you finished this year? I'm just about to complete my seven. I was hoping for one a month, but I'm okay with seven. Most people haven't even completed one yet, and you're on seven. It's it's epic, Victoria. Well done. So you're here today to talk about book bingo, and you're personal picks for the various categories. Now, for those of you who don't know what book bingo is, Victoria is going to give you a quick explanation. Okay, Jay started this book bingo at the beginning of the year, and it's like a traditional bingo card, but each square is a different subgenre of lesbic books. So you've got things like paranormal, historical fiction, science fiction, those type of things with a smattering of different types of romance tropes. So the way you play Jay's Book Bingo is just like you would play a traditional bingo game. When you fill in a row, either horizontally, vertically, or diagonally, you get a bingo. And what you get to do is you Uh, take a picture of the card or fill it out, however you want to do it, and you send it to Jay. And when you get your first bingo, you win a free ebook. And Jay was able to get about 250 authors and some publishers to donate ebooks so that there would be plenty of prizes for everyone. And then after your first bingo, when you complete your entire card, You then go ahead and submit that to Jay, and that card then gets entered into a drawing. And at the end of the year, she's going to draw three cards, and each winner is going to get 25 free ebooks. And then one of those three is going to get a very, she says, a very special surprise from Germany. I'm hoping it's a trip for two to Germany to go hang out with Jay, but I don't have confirmation on that. So even after you've finished your first bingo card, you can keep going, and the more you enter, the more likelihood your chances are of winning 25 free ebooks. That's how you play the game. So yes, I'm just finishing my seventh card. But there is a super reader out there, I don't know who it is, but Jay mentioned on Twitter that someone has already turned in 12 completed bingo cards. You do the math, because that's not my specialty. But that's a whole lot of books. That's one card a month, and the year isn't even over. So whoever that is, kudos to them. They're the real superstar. That's a really good explanation. And the wonderful thing about book bingo that I've noticed from all the people who are playing it is it pushes you to read books in subgenres that you wouldn't typically read in. And a lot of people are actually finding that they really love it. Absolutely. I had never been a fan of science fiction. I had never been a fan of fantasy. Mysteries and thrillers were fine, but this really encouraged me to read those. And I loved it. 
I think sometimes we get stuck in this space where we only read the things that, that we think are good, that make us kind of comfortable. And reading outside of that can really broaden your horizons, especially in Lesbian, because we just have such a wonderful variety of books. I didn't even realize there was such a variety. I didn't even know there were science fiction books that were also lesbic books. So it opened up a whole world for me. So props to Jay for, for starting this. I mean, I just think it was the most brilliant idea. Absolutely. I, I hope she does it again for 2019. All right. So let's start with your very first pick. What is it? And what category is it? What I'm going to do is I'm going to start and I'm going to run the board horizontally. So if anyone is looking at their bingo card, they can follow right along. So my first pick is for women in uniform. And I went with Dangerous Waters by Radcliffe. can always count on Radcliffe for a good women in uniform story. And this is about a National Guard who has to work with a head of an ICU hospital director in the throes of a hurricane. So it's sort of uh, set against a Hurricane Katrina type thing. And so they have to work together. And I guess you have to read it to find out if there's a love connection. (laughs) It's Radcliffe. Of course there is. Next one is Paranormal. I chose Reverie by Eliza Andrews. It's a small town novel. I don't want to give too much away. But the reason I went with the paranormal aspect is that there's some things that just aren't of this world that are going on. And um, there are lots of vampire books and were books, but this was a little more subtle and the writing is phenomenal. Let's see, next would be Fake Relationships. And I went with Casting Lacey by Elle Spencer. It's a wonderful uh, story about a Hollywood celebrity who wants to come out of the closet. So she hires a fake girlfriend as they do. One of the things I love about this category, fake relationships, I call it part of the daily double because you can almost always in the fake relationship, you're also going to get a celebrity romance. That's just a really popular thing going on in lesbian right now. So most likely if you're reading a fake relationship, you can also use it for your celebrity romance. So now we're going to go to romantic comedy, and I went with Scissor Link by Georgette Kaplan. It's got to be one of the funniest books I have ever read. It's got an upstart character, a younger woman who has a thing for her boss. She's got a wonderfully foul mouth and uh, an imagination that continually runs away with her. And it's just, it's a great read. And that also can be used for age gap and workplace. Next, we go to the LGBTQIA, which is a wonderful category because it really gets you just reading more inclusive books. And I went with Perfect Rhythm by Jay because one of the leading ladies is asexual. I learned so much from that book. It was just a wonderful surprise. And it's by Jay, so you know you're going to get a fantastic story. Can I just pause you for a second? I'm noticing a theme here. So you like books with dangerous uh, tornado type situations and you like books with celebrities because Perfect Rhythm and Casting the AC are both celebrity. Dangerous Waters and Reverie both have the kind of tornado thing going on. So there's definitely themes going on here. I like drama and like you, I like angst. So 
I like to feel, and I like to feel the highs, and I like to feel the lows. You're listening to The Lesbian Talk Show. TheLesbianTalkShow.com, your hub of podcast information. Okay, science fiction. This was the biggest revelation for me. There's so much out there. And I'm so glad that this encouraged me to explore that. For that, I'm going to go with Compass Rose by Anna Burke, which is sort of a dystopian future pirate story. It's thrilling beyond reason. The character development is fantastic. And it's probably the best book I read. So thank you, Jay, for turning me on to science fiction. Okay, Friends to Lovers. This book I read back in 2006, and I reread it uh, for this. It's by an author named L.J. Moss, and I haven't seen anything from her recently. I don't know if she's still writing or not, but it's about two women who went to college together. They had feelings for each other and never acted on them, and then you get to see them meeting up again 20 years later. And it's a really oh, good nice. read. It's okay. really good. So it's a second chance as well. Yes. Oh, good point. Good point. <laughs> okay, Disabled Character, Unconventional Lovers by Annette Mori. Loved that book because two of the main characters have Down syndrome. And I think a lot of people think of uh, adults with Down syndrome as still being very immature and childlike. And this sort of shines a light on, you know, these people are humans. They're just as worthy of love and affection as typical people. And it's a lovely, lovely book. Let's see. Sports Romance. I went with Rocks and Stars by Sam Liddell. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. This is a wonderful sort of, I wouldn't call it coming of age. I would say new, new adult book. It's about a young woman who is a college soccer phenom. And it's just about her road to learning what she wants in a partner. It's a really good read. Why is it called Rocks and Stars? What's the title about? It comes back to a fascination that one of the characters has with, you know, geological rocks. And a gift is given at one point that is of a rock. So, okay. Okay. Now, Butch Femme is a great category because just about anything you read will fit that category. But I went with Breakthrough by Chris Bryant. It's just a wonderful book. It's got some great um, funny moments. The characters are wonderful. It revolves around uh, a woman who gets into hot water um, at a magazine, and she's sort of banished to Alaska to do a puff piece on fishing. And it's a city girl who may, who meets a nice butch wildlife rescue ranger. And it's sort of an opposite attracts romance. And it's, it's good, and it's funny, and it's really well written. Let's see, Second Chance Romance. I went with Back to the Start by Monica McCallum. Wonderful uh, small-town romance. One of the main characters goes back to the town she grew up in to close out her deceased grandmother's house, and she runs into the woman who crushed her heart in high school. And I'm not going to give anything away about that. 
I mean, it is a romance, so we kind of know what's going to happen, but I'm not going to give any details. Uh, for Erotica, I went with Knotted Legacy by Brenda Murphy. This is a really great read. It's part of her Rowan House series. So this is the third book. So you get to focus on one of the main characters and a new characters. It's a great representation of the BDSM lifestyle. It challenges some of the stereotypes. And it's a really good book. And it's pretty pretty sexy too. Here I want to interject and just let everybody know that Victoria is kind of like our resonance erotica expert at this point because when we were doing our top 100 list, how many erotica novels did you end up reading in the space of like two months? <laughs> oh my goodness, I think I probably read 30, maybe more. <laughs> and I like I told you earlier, I was so done with sex after those 30 books. <laughs> Sometimes it can be too much. Yes, but Knotted Legacy was definitely one of the best I read. Okay. Okay, so then you've got your free choice square, which you know you can plug anything into. And I went with The Smell of Rain by Cameron McElvey. It's a wonderful story. I did a review for uh, The Lesbian Review. Two women who, not, who would not normally have met um, are sort of thrown together by outside circumstances. It's not a traditional romance. It's more of a love story. And it's just very touching and angsty, and I loved every minute of it. Okay, so how are you classifying traditional romance versus love story? So Jeannie Levig actually explained it to me. She said a romance, or from what I understand, a romance always gets a happily ever after. A love story is about a significant loving relationship, but you don't necessarily get the happily ever after. Mm. Okay. So uh, romance is the journey of the two characters falling in love and having getting their happy ever after, whereas a love story is not necessarily that journey. It's the story of the relationship itself. Yes. And there is often, you know, the seduction all that type of thing, but you just, you may not get that traditional riding off into the sunset to live together. And while this, this book, what I, what I have to say about um, the smell of rain is it might not have a happily ever after, but it has a very hopeful ending. Okay. So is it, is it like a happy for now or is it just uh, hopeful? It is a hopeful ending for a character that you love and want to see go off and have a good life. Okay. Let's see. Next thing would be doctors and veterinarians. There's so many books about doctors that I decided to go with a book about veterinarians. And that's Love Bites by Lila Bruce. It sounds like a vampire love story, but it's not. It's set in a small town, uh, and again, it's a second it's a second chance novel where uh, a young woman's college ex returns, and they have to sort of face their past. One of the wonderful things about this book is one of the points of view you get is from one of the main character's dogs. So you get to see what's going on from this little dog's point of view. And it's absolutely wonderful. For summer reads, I have To Boldly Go by M. Stevens. 
This is a great story set in Italy. Two women traveling. One is a very sort of type A planner. The other is a free spirit, and they meet up by chance. And you get to find out whether or not they can get along or they're going to kill each other along the way. Age difference. That would be Claire Lydon's new book, London Actually. And we know Claire as sort of the queen of the romantic comedy. And this certainly does fill that square. But this is a wonderful age difference book about a woman who has a bit of a hookup with a younger woman at a wedding, only to find out the following Monday morning that she is her new employee. And what I love about age difference is if you look at the age difference, the enemies to lovers and the workplace romance squares, they're what I call the holy trinity of the book bingo. Because usually if you read one of those, it's going to fit the other two, if not all of them together. So like this age difference, Claire Lydon, London, actually, it's also a workplace romance. I'm going to go out of order to the enemies to lovers square, uh, where I used Sparks Like Ours by Melissa Braden. It's about a professional surfer who ends up working with her main competition, sort of her enemy. Again, we get to see if romance develops, but that enemies to lovers can also be a workplace romance. So then if you go to the workplace romance, I used Fake It Till You Make It by M. Ulrich. It's about a young woman who takes a job at a LGBT magazine because she needs the work. It's just that she's straight. And so she has to lie about her sexual orientation. But of course, she is inexplicably drawn to her boss, who is considerably older. So those, that's the holy trinity of book bingo, where they all can sort of mix and match. So here's what we need for you. So we need a book with an age gap, enemies to lovers, workplace romance, set in a small town where there's a hurricane. Would that do it for you? Absolutely perfect. <laughs> if, there are any, if there are any authors out there listening, feel free to run with that idea. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, so let's go back to Foodie. I read a really sweet and funny book called Pride and Porters by Charlotte Green. And it's basically a takeoff on Pride and Prejudice. You've got all those characters there. It's about two sisters, the Bennett sisters, who own a small beer brewing company. They're visited by a lovely man and his best friend, Darcy. And it's sort of, if you know Pride and Prejudice, this kind of follows that. And it's a really nice take on that. That's fantastic. I, I love when authors take classics and then transform them into contemporary lesbic. I always find that fun. Right. Didn't I think Karen Callmaker did that with, is it just like that? Yeah, that's exactly it. Okay. Um, for fantasy, which I had never, ever read before, I haven't even seen any of the J.R.R. Tolkien movies. I mean, I'm a horrible uh, fantasy um, person, but I read Fury's Bridge by Bray Willows and was absolutely blown away. 
It's about a avenging fury, which is a, a character from Greek mythology. She's tasked with saving the world from like an evil entity. And she works for this company called Afterlife Inc., which is where you're going to find a whole slew of Greek gods, Roman gods, gods from India, all these wonderful people. Jesus makes an appearance. Buddha makes an appearance. And uh, they find a woman who is a philosophy professor leaning towards being an atheist, and they recruit her to help save the world. It's a lot of fun. So if, if you're big on the Greek gods and that type of thing, uh, it's definitely worth a read. Okay, let's see here. Oh, for romantic suspense and mystery, I went with The Dom Tamer by Kat Evans. It's a wonderful book about a serial killer on the loose in New Orleans. And you've got a homicide detective who is forced to work with an FBI agent. And we know from plenty of books that they hate doing that. But it's got a great BDSM component to it. So that is a win-win situation for me. Shout out to Kat Evans. It's a great book. So now we're going to go down to Women of Color. And I went with Falling Into Place by Sharon Munir. I hope that's how you pronounce her last name. It's set in India, and she is Indian. So it's wonderful to get, you know, a book out of India. It's about a young lesbian who was burned by love in college. And, you know, she lives in a society where being LGBT is not okay. So she decides to just ignore her her romance. But she gets thrown together with a young straight woman, supposedly straight woman. And they become fast friends. And they realize that there is something there. But again, they live in a society that is not okay with that. So that's their biggest challenge. If you're interested in hearing from the author herself, Tara actually did a podcast where she interviewed the author. I'll link to it in the show notes. And I listened to that podcast. and was very good. I love the references to the L word. Okay, so now we're going to go to Holiday Book. The Holiday Book is Fresh Tracks by Georgia Beers. Would any list be complete without a Georgia Beers novel? <laughs> this is It's about seven women who go away on a vacation between Christmas and New Year's. All sorts of things happen. There's a potential breakup. There's a potential seduction. There's an opposites attract. There's a bit of an age gap. So you get all sorts of great things. Okay, so celebrity romance. I went with In Development by Rachel Spangler, which is fantastic. It's about a young actress who wants to get a role that's sort of outside of her lane. So her publicist decides she needs to create sort of an edgy persona. So what better than to put her into a fake relationship with a pop singer who is constantly looking to up her publicity presence. You get to see what happens if that fake relationship turns into anything real. But Spangler, of course it does. <laughs> of course it does. But again, there you go. There's a celebrity romance that also is a fake relationship. Um, and then last but not least is historical romance. I went with Letters Never Sent by Sandra Morin. This is a beautifully written book about a woman who goes home to close out her deceased mother's um, house. And she stumbles upon letters, love letters that her mother had written. 
um, when she was a young woman back in the 1930s. And what's great about the book is you get to go back into the 1930s and sort of live her mother's life as a young woman. I'm not going to say any more about that because I don't want any um, spoilers, but it's a lovely, lovely book. And that completes the books on the book bingo card. Yes, there's 25 opportunities to read great books. And uh, like I said, I'm so grateful that Jay decided to do it because it was a fun way to broaden my reading horizon. It helped me really nerd out about the books I was reading. Which you did quite nicely all over the Lesbian Review Book Club, which if you aren't a member, you've got to come and join us because then you can see Victoria's recommendations on all the millions of books she reads because Victoria reads like a speed demon. She rivals Tara in the amount of books that she consumes. I don't know if anyone can rival Tara, but I'm close. In fact, between Victoria, April, and Tara, I think they could probably read all 900 books we've reviewed now on the Lesbian Review, like within a week. Uh, that's a tall order, but I love a challenge. So, you know, you ask and it might happen. Okay, so now I'm going to put you in a really awkward position and I'm going to make you choose the best one <laughs> out of this whole list. If they only like, read one of your recommendations, what must they read? Sheena, you are so evil. That is like the worst question ever. Um, but somehow I knew you were going to ask that. And a lot of, a lot of the reviewers at TLR have tag this with their badge and with their favorite badge and I'd have to go with Compass Rose by Anna Burke. It's a it's a fantastic novel. It's her debut novel. The world building is incredible. The character arcs are amazing. It's just an all-around fantastic book and I cannot wait to see more from this author. So Compass Rose by Anna Burke got four review of favorites badges which puts it in the Hall of Fame which means it's one of the most highly rated books that we've ever reviewed on the site. And there's only like a handful of books that have made Hall of Fame. You said you're on your eighth book bingo card right now. Okay, so if you finish that before the end of the year, and there's 25 picks per book bingo card, that's 200 books that you've done book bingo with this year. Yes, and there are quite a few books that I have read that I just didn't use for book bingo because at the time I was full up. And I usually would work on book bingo with maybe three bingo cards at a time, just sort of jostling around categories. But I mean, yeah, there were quite a few books I read that didn't even get put onto book bingo. So I did a fair amount of reading this year. Fascinating. Then I look forward to see what um, comes up on your, your top 10 list for the year. You know, I am too. It's in flux <laughs> because I keep I, I keep reading more books and so I'm jostling things around and again asking us for just 10 is it's cruel and unusual punishment. But yes, I that is still a work in process. Maybe I should be called like the um the torture master or something. <laughs> okay victoria thank you so much for joining me today where can people find you if they want to hook up with you online to talk about book bingo they can get to me at twitter my handle is uh v capital v capital t thomas capital r reader 
but the best place to find me is the TLR Book Club on Facebook. That place is my favorite place to hang out. Um, I've met wonderful people. Uh, you would be included in that group. And <laughs> I get so many great recommendations on books. And I also just get to chat about what I'm reading, what I love about books, and meet interesting people along the way. I will add links to the show notes for Victoria's Twitter handle and the book club. That's all for this week. Bye. Bye-bye. This has been the Lesbian Review Podcast. You can find this and other awesome shows by searching for the Lesbian Talk Show anywhere you get your podcasts. We're even on Spotify now. Find more information on our guest in the show notes, as well as links to what we spoke about on this episode. And if you've enjoyed this podcast and want to see us creating more awesome content, then consider becoming a patron. Not only does this mean we can keep on doing this, but you will get exclusive podcasts that do not appear on the channel. You can find out all about it on patreon.com slash the lesbian talk show. The link is in the show notes. That's all for this episode. Bye.